It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to Trot's Life. We are into our Taz Racing segment with Jamie Cockshut. Jamie, firstly, mate, how are you today? Not too bad, thanks, Tobe. Now, uh, we've got a bit to get through. It's a big weekend of racing in Tasmania. We might kick off at Hobart on Friday, mate. Yeah, sure is. It's a bumper um, weekend of harness racing, mate. We start off with Hobart on Friday. It's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's not a too bad of a meeting, to be honest, Toby. There is a couple that I do like, mate, so we'll start off. And the first of them come up by the way of Marv Dreaming in race four, trained by Ben Richardson. Um, he's only a hobby trainer, but he's passionate. He loves the game, and he's got this horse going very well. He's only had two stars for him, and has been second in both occasions. And tomorrow night, he will go one better and will be winning race four at around the 250 to 280 mark. Race four, number four, Marv Dreaming. Race six, number 13, Mr. Finnegan with his chin again. Yeah, Mrs. Finnegan with his chin again. <laughs> and uh, he's just found the right race. He's drawn outside the second line, so it's not going to be easy, but I just think he's better than his rivals, Toby, and he'll make a, a mid-race move to put himself in the race, and he can prove too strong and be winning race six. Race three, number 11, something I get asked when I've been down the pub, Jamie. Yeah, well, no, we, we all do that when we go missing for a little bit. Where you been, boy, you missus. Um, <laughs> consistent type. Open race, just maps okay, and um, you know, he's going to be around five or six to one. It's definitely worth an each way chance because he always gives his best, mate. Um, sometimes he finishes in the top three, sometimes he just finishes outside the top three. But let's hope um, for followers, mate, he can get that podium finish on Friday. The uh, omen bet of the weekend has to be he's apples in the fifth. Yeah, no, sure does, mate. Um, He's just had a little bit of refreshing up since the Dynamo series. Drawn four, races well at Hobart. Finds a very winnable race, and he'll give a great sight. You know, we're probably only going to get four dollars, Toby. So it's probably more of a win bet more than a each way bet, mate. But I reckon um, he should be winning. Now our old mate Beast Mode, you're tipping in the last at Hobart. He's been terribly out of form. Oh, he has, he has, but this is his chance. He's gonna, he's drawn the pole. He'll, he's gonna sit behind the leader in Devon Stride. Who'll zoom across from four, and run him along. So if your old mate Beastman is gonna get back into the winners list. This is his best chance he's had for a long time, Toby. And I'm very happy to have a, a small each way played around the five or six dollar mark on him. Yeah, he's a funny horse. When he seems to win one, though, he goes well for a little while, if that makes sense. Like, he'll win back-to-back races or race at least really well when he gets form the horse. Yeah, no, exactly right, exactly right. And, um, you know, he hasn't been going too bad. He's just had a shock and draw. So, you know, from the pole, you know, he, this is his chance, mate. 
Uh, race seven, number one, Rainbow Storm. We had a bit of a storm come through last night uh, through the outer eastern Melbourne, mate, and we've had a fair bit of damage go through. My mum's uh, moved out of home very quickly because the tree moved in next door, uh, in the bedroom next door to us. So race seven, number one, Rainbow Storm is not a very good uh, topical tip. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, I've seen some pictures made and heard about it. Yeah, it's not too good at all. It's just, um, you know, like... And you know, coming into December, so it's not a good sign getting that sort of weather, mate, that's for sure, but um, hopefully everybody's okay and um, no serious damage done. But um, just in race, he's drawn the pole. Um, Going to probably see a little behind the lead. If they do go hard, he'll get every chance. Like, he's no star, but we'll get 8 or $10, mate. Definitely worth an each-way gamble in race seven. Couple of quaddies for Hobart Friday. Uh, first thing, we'll go number four, one out. Uh, that's he's secondly, we'll go number th yeah, he's apple. Secondly, we'll go number 13. That's Mr. Finnegan. Thirdly, we'll go numbers one, two, eight, nine. And then lastly, we'll go numbers one and four. Twenty dollars give us 250 percent. Then we'll go another one, just a bit of insurance in the first leg. Uh, first leg one, two, nine, ten. Second leg 13. Third leg one, two, eight, nine. Last leg one and four. 32 dollars for 100 percent. Very good. We might take a break, Jamie, come back, and we'll turn our attention to Launceston. It's a feature race meeting at Launceston on Sunday night. Welcome back to Trot's Life. We are in our Taz Racing segment, and Launceston Sunday night, there's a lot of feature races, a lot of really good races. So I thought, Jamie, we could uh, work our way slowly through them, I suppose, a bit slower than normal, and... Uh, where do you want to kick off? Race two you want to go with? It's um, not one of the features, but it's one of your best bets. Yeah, we'll start on race two, one of the best bets. We've got the, um, we've got the feature races. We've also got the Youngblood series for the concession drivers, Toby. We've got four heats, and this is one of them. And a driver's called Andrew Freeman. He's on the one I like as a, as a good thing. And Andrew don't get to drive that much, so it's great to see him on some good horses, and we'll see how we go. But... Uh, Royal Appointment comes out of the Derby last start. Um, this is a lot easier. Scott Gate speed, and if Andrew can find the front, well, I don't think they can beat him, Toby, to be honest. And um, he looks a good gamble. We'll get 2.22.40, just being a, a junior driver's race, mate. I'm happy to have a play at those odds. The other concession driver's race, you haven't got a tip in, but uh, she's a lot more even race, and it looks like a bit bit of better form off the second row, which has probably evened things out a bit, has it? Yeah, like there's, there's, there's four heats, and, you it's know, four, it's pretty yeah. open. Yeah, there's a couple later in the night, mate. Um, like Andrew, come, he's also got the drive on one of the other good things later in the night, to be honest, and um, so he's going to get his chance, and, you know, it's... It's great to see because not many people know about Andrew Freeman as a driver, but he's been around a while, mate, and he, he loves the industry, and it's just good to see him on some good horses. But, yeah, the other two heats are very open, mate. So um, the young drivers get their time to shine, and I'm sure it's going to be keenly contested, that's for sure. Globe Derby final. Uh, you going to stick with Dagoe here, mate, over Nyack? Yeah, this is a great race, you know. I'm sure everybody knows I'm fans of, big fans of both horses. Um, Dugowie's got the X Factor. Nike's just a really professional, really good race horse. Um, but he's drawn seven, so I reckon Todd's going to have to chance his arm early because um, I can't see him being able to sit outside Dugowie and beat him. 
Um, the go, he's not the quickest off the arm, so I wouldn't be surprised to see Todd push the button and, and have a shot to try and get across, because if he does get across, then it's a race on for sure. Um, the go, he has sat outside Nike previously and, and beat him, but that's going probably back six months ago, Toby, and Nike's a little bit better horse than then, but it's going to be a great race. You know, Duke's choice, probably the early leader, but you know, he'll take a sit on the pair of them and hopefully they go to war from a long way out and... You know, you never know if they do. Well, Duke's Choice has got the ability to get over the top of him late, so um, they're the three main dangers, but I'm happy to go over to Goey. He's just a really, really good horse, and, but, you know, Nike's going to make him earn it, that's for sure, and what is a much-watched race on, on Sunday night. What odds will we get Duke's Choice? Will we get as much as 5-1? to one? Oh, easy. Um, he'll be 8-10-1, to 10 to 1, Toby, in that race. Um, oh, I, I, like, I know like, where I'd, I'd be going. He makes way, mate, at, at those odds. Yeah, no, I agree. That's what I've said to you. Like, he'll be leader. He, he held Goey last time and Goey went straight past him. So I'm sure they'll be wise enough to take the sit behind Goey and, and Nike this time. And, you know, he's clearly the third best horse in the race, along with Corrado Artemis. And he's going to get the draw, mate. So he's definitely a, a one by two, one by three bet in that race because, you know. They do go hard. He's got the ability, mate, to have the last crack at him. The Phillies, the bandbox final. I like Bakari. I reckon she won the two-year-old version of this race last year, and she looks ideally drawn, Jamie. Yeah, she um, she won the two-year-old. She's been a standout two-year-old, three-year-old, you know, in, in over the last two seasons. Um, she's had a bit of an interrupted campaign this time in, but she resumed in her heat. Um, she wasn't knocked about. She ran second behind really naughty. Um, she's a big game player, Toby. She steps up on the big occasions and the big occasions on Sunday night. She comes into the pole with the um, scratching of the likely emergency blink on Nyad. Um, and from there, she has the speed to lead. She's got, a, got pressure from really naughty. Um, Mark's a very aggressive driver and he loves to lead and really naughty races best in front. So... It's just whether young Mitch Ford, you know, wants to take a sit on really naughty and just bank on getting a crack at her late and sprint past her or not. And then you've got the likes of Iron Lady Lincoln, who's always consistent. You know, if the two we mentioned go at it too far from home. You've got Moth Hunter out the back, who's a, a good sit sprinter. And there's a horse that's only had two starts called Spot Ruler. Um... Uh, Draws to follow Ilac Bakari everywhere it goes, and I've seen $31 and $4 a place on fixed odds yeah, markets, yeah. and she's definitely a place chance, especially drawn on the back of Ilac Bakari. So um, her heat run was good, and she should only be better. Uh, Todd Rattray jumps in the gig because Charlie Castle's chosen to drive Moth Hunter, the other stable runner. But it promised to be a great race, but I mean, I like Picaria's corner because she's a big game player and she's drawn the pole. She's drawn the pole, so she has options. And um, they put up $4, and I think she's already into $2.50, so um, the money's definitely come for her. So that's a good sign to say that she's on track to um, run a big race. Just quickly, uh, grinning again in that last of the concession driver heats for Jack Watson, you've got as one of your best too, mate. Yeah, no, well, Gritty again, I'm, I'm very keen on. Well, actually, the, the drivers have changed in that race because Andrew Freeman was down to drive Gritty again. <laughs> so that's changed. But now, Gritty again, um, 
I really like it, Toby. He was arrogant winner last one. Only won by a few metres, but cop pressure mid-race. Raced away, and, and Rowan was pretty kind. Gets a good run through early. And the you know, Heath boy and Bruce is going to lead and run a big race. But I just think if winning again could prove too tough. And um, he looks a really good bet in the last. And, you know, we should get 250 from the draw. They're golden girls, mate. Uh, size 8's a bit of value, you think? Yeah, no, size eight. Um, she races best at Launceston, and she just finds a good race. It's a twenty thousand dollar race for the mares, and and you know, like um, it's just a good even bunch. Um, there's no real speed, but if size eight can just you know settle close enough and be four for fifth and be really striking distance, she has the most high speed late, and that could see her get over the top of arrivals. You know, we're going to be four fifty five dollars the field to be honest. Cause that's how open the race is, but. I'm more than happy to, to have a few dollars each way on her at her fourth run back from a break. The Golden Apple, mate, $50,000 Lee's Orchard, Tassie, Golden Apple. And when I saw this field, I thought, i tell you what, Mickey O, I reckon he's good enough to beat Major Moth with a 20-metre head start. And I don't like agreeing with you because I prefer to stir you up, but I think I do on this occasion. Yeah, no, mate, this is a, a cracking addition of the race. You know, like Major Moff, we know, you know, like um, he's got the points on the board, he's got the ability, but 20 metres over 2,200 is not an easy task. Um, Damien was able to take an advantage of in the heat when they slackened the pace. He whipped around the lead and found the lead and got the job done. Um, I don't think that's going to happen this week, being a $50,000 final, Toby. So he's going to have to do his work from out back, Major Moff, but... He's you know more than capable of, of stepping up to the task, and he, he's clearly the one to beat. But I'm in Mickey O's corner. The best thing the Howlett's done was take him up to Benangle for the Eureka Series because I'll tell you what, since he's come back, he's a lot sharper, and that experience away has toughened him up. And his heat win last week was the best career win he's had in his life. Um, he was driven confidently by Matty. Um, he went to the breeze. He put pay to the leaders down the back. Um, there's a horse in it, very heavily supported, all by myself, and um, struggling a long way. And Mickey O raced away, I think one by nearly 10 metres in the end. And um, the start to query, he's got a step, but if he does step, you know, he's going to run a great race. But you've also got Deadwood Dancer, trained by Kelly Reggett. Um, he got crossed early last week in the heat from the pole, uh, but just drawn two out on the front line, just going to help him early. And if he can kick through and keep his legs there and happens to get to the pegs first, he's another one that's going to give him plenty to chase. Because in previous years, this race has thrown up horses a good odds to win it because they've been able to lead and, and, and run them along and make them the ones out the back chase. So I think whichever one leads out of Deadwood Dancer, Mickey O, is definitely the, the one to beat. But I'm in Mickey's corner. Um... He's just very impressive type, and he's got better since coming from an angle. There is a query out wide in Kuzma. Kuzma can pin the tapes, um, and that's what allowed him to run third in his heat at $151. Um, he picked the tape and set on handy. And it wouldn't shock me at all if he speared across and found the top, but I'm sure Todd would be very hand, happy to hand up to either one of the two we mentioned above, especially Mickey O. Um, so he's one of the big odds for the punters to include. You'll rack him up Tiger Pie down the bottom. Racing well, he's off 30 metres. Uh, I'm sure Nathan Thorne will be looking to get onto the back of Damien on Major Moth and to take him right into the race. And 
if they do run along, it wouldn't shock me at all. So you rack them up, Tiger Pie, you know, get out of the top lane because he's back into his best form. Um, all by myself, he was but, back pretty heavily. Bit. We in haven't the got heat. long here to go, Jamie. Haven't got long to go, so keep rolling. All by myself was pretty heavily back in the heat, but um, you know, just spent was found morning at the early stages. But I'm not one to ride off a horse trained by a rail and and he's got to be some sort of chance as well, mate. And you've got Kaki Nui as a bit of a chance in one of these as a rough play in one of the uh, concession driver races. Yeah, well, it's just the way the marbles are following. Maybe your song's drawn one, Kaki Nui's drawn eight. So he's drawn to follow the leader. Maybe your song will either lead or, or take a sit. So he's going to be in a, a pretty good position to run a race at, um, at double figure odds. And, you know, this is easier than what he's been racing. And, you know, it's definitely a, a one by two or one by three bet. But. Balachi is the emergency in the race, Toby. So if he gets a run, he comes right into the equation as well. Yeah, which is a possibility, of course, uh, this far out. And uh, a quaddy, mate, and you kick off with the goey one out in the first leg. That's brave. Yeah, we'll keep it pretty pretty tight, mate. First leg, one. Second leg, we'll go one, three, four, six, eight, ten. Third leg, three, five, twelve, thirteen. Last leg, Two, and we'll have that for forty-eight dollars for two hundred percent. And we might just have one. We, I'm going to change tack. We're going to chuck number eight in as well for the last leg spot ruler. Like I said, it's thirty dollars, and it wouldn't shock me at all. But we'll just have that for you know twenty-four dollars for a hundred percent, just in case um, she can step up to the the big stage on Sunday night from the perfect draw. Just confirming that was number four in the first leg, the goey. So uh, in both those quaddies. Jamie, thank you very much, mate. We've got to get to a break and we'll close the show out on the other side and uh, be a great weekend's racing in Tassie. I look forward to Sunday night in particular. Cheers, buddy. It sure will be. Thanks, Jamie. Cheers, mate.